0: What up? This is Myron, and you are listening to the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast, the down on the docks on the other side of the tracks, dive bar style podcast of and about the Seattle Mariners that you are listening to right here on the free Odyssey app. Or hey, listen, wherever else you're getting that podcast action from is all right with me. I'm not going to judge you where you're getting as long as you're liking, subscribing, sharing, and those feelings go for uh, YouTube as well. Also, if you hadn't said hello to us, Uh, Hit us up at the socials and check us out. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are still figuring out how to use TikTok. That will be coming out here uh, soon. Um, Also, maybe you're like on the podcast, but you know what? You like that gear. You want that street cred from Rockin' the Rye Bread. Hit up at simply.cora. That's at simply.cora on Etsy or Instagram. All right, that's all the house cleaning. I need to do for this episode got to clean up a little bit we got a special guest we got somebody stepping in here for Hanno today up in Edmonds and it's our good friend if you watch this on YouTube this is the big the big reveal right here it's like the mass singer we got Chris Copacino what's going on?
1: How are we doing I'm, I'm 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 like the tommy valone of the red red, red mustard uh podcast <laughs> yeah
0: just coming for
1: a <laughs> start whenever you need it just call me up i'll come in i'll give you i'll give you a hard four and a half four and two thirds i'll battle you know i'll do it
0: yeah you're like this the sixth or seventh starter i got about four or five people i'll hit <laughs> up and then we'll get down to you <laughs> i'll have to call you up put you on waivers for tomorrow and if uh you're wondering hey that Chris, Copicino, that name sounds familiar oh yeah he's been on the podcast but more famously known for being the man who says and i quote when this thing's turns which it will with positive signs underway i will gladly hand out trumpets to all the ditchers running to rejoin the bandwagon and gladly hand cheese to the doom and gloom alarmist knee-jerk reaction rats that have bailed from the ship hashtag mariners and this was on june 26th Mm -hmm. prognosticators are prognosticators man (laughs) (laughs) no that was not a popular tweet uh you know a few days later they had that maybe the worst loss in uh this this group's uh history as far as Frustration and the fans just turning on the organization. But look at us right now; we're in the we're going down the stretch again. We're in the pressure cooker. Uh, you know, Mariners as we're starting this podcast right now, just won their first series in a minute here. So the, this he is, is all this is the first peaches and cream episode, and we got to bring out the peaches and cream here with me <laughs> and Kofi. Uh, you know, but I know Hanno's excited about. Um, the series win um we talked a little bit about this series he's on assignment we got football we got hockey about to start up he's he's uh he's all over the place right now when it comes to sports get ready to play hardball in the kingdom take me to the
1: ball game i want to see the ends the Mariners are
0: Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdom. Anyways, we like we were saying, let's get going right here. Let's just talk a little bit about the series. Mariners, again, take two of three from Anaheim. Should have been a sweep. Should have been a sweep. We got to talk a little bit about... You know, the the fly sitting there in our peaches and cream right now. Monday night's game. Let's just start right there. Uh, Mariners jump out the gate, get three in the first. Could have got four if there was not the sensational web gem out there by – I forget the guy's name already on the Anaheim. Who knows? It's the Ana- – we're playing the Anaheim injuries. So, I mean, it's always – Somebody new out there, but a spectacular catch to Rob Teo Hernandez. And then again, the Mariners don't score until the 10th inning with Julio's two run home run. We saw some bad base running in that game. We saw Mm -hmm. some uh, uh, Ty France thrown out at first base, thrown out at home, played against, getting to be like Groundhog Day. Yes, it does foreshadow him getting in here in the third series, but definitely triggered me when I saw him going around third and he was nailed at the plate here in game three. That was just a bad sweep by the catcher. Um, But going back to game one, we also had something that's kind of hamstring the Mariners all year, not executing things on the base pass as well as they should. Julio just trying to compete too hard. Didn't make a smart play against, thrown out at third, but bottom line is the Mariners couldn't uh manufacture any runs in that game. All those game in that game was just another thing that the Mariners that hamstrings them this season, and that's sitting around waiting for the big bomb. And then yeah, the bullpen was still looking for its confidence there in game one. That that was a tough one. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it was. It was. I mean, that was the worst when the mariners are bad. That was that game, right? you know kind of inconsistent offense um not playing clean they're not they're not good enough offensively to not play clean so if you're going to not catch it which they they made a, a miscue in that game if you're not going to run the bases well if you're making mistakes and then inconsistent offense um you know and then the you know i i know statistically they're good for with the, the bases loaded i think they i saw a stat where they lead the major leagues and bases loaded RBIs, which is crazy when you, but with the eye test tells you that like, you know, they struggle a little bit and, 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 and it was all uh, teed up for Kelnick to be the hero coming back. Just didn't get done. But uh, you know, those are going to happen you're going to lose tough games that was hard because you wanted that one coming off um the tough the road, tough road series you wanted to get on a roll but you know at the end of the day we sit here they won 2 out of 3 um today was a little bit lackluster you know i mean it's a win it's a it's a win against you know the sacramento um angels right like i mean that's that is yes. a ba- that's a bad lineup but you still won um they got bullpen to death a little bit today you know i i actually thought that the angels arms you know uh they had a couple guys they marched out there one guy's throwing 100 another another guy's throwing 98 with an overhand curveball um that you don't see a lot so but they got it done and then yesterday was just a a bludgeoning so um hey we're right here and to go back to that tweet yeah i listen uh, i will just say this when you pitch as well as they do i felt like at any point if they just got any consistent offense they were going to get right back in there and and it's so funny at that point, Julio hadn't even really popped yet. And, and then he went on his run and he did. So this team was always going to be competitive. If they got any sort of inc- a consistent offense and Teo got hot and Suarez got hot and Julio got, you know, lightning hot and, and yeah. Yeah. And Cal, well, yeah, not to mention Cal. Absolutely. And here we are. I mean, we're, we got, uh, as we sit here today, I think we've got seven, what, 16 or 17 left. And, um, you control your own destiny. If you were told me uh, before the season, right, you know, expectations aside, if you were to tell me on, on September 13th, we'd be in this position today, I would have taken it and run. It's been a weird kind of meandering route to get here, but I would have taken it and run because you control your own destiny to not only to win the West right now, you control your own destiny to win the West. Because if, because I think it's going to be within the margin of games that you're going to play You're the people in front of you.
0: And if you win, you're in. Yeah, if you can, you know, win these close games like you just did in game three, not squander games that you are beating the other team. You beat you beat Anaheim. You beat them all mm-hmm. over the field. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, you lose that game. You come out and you bludgeon them eight to nothing the next day. You know, everybody gets a hit, big hits in that game. You know, the that was the most impressive thing about game two was the first seven runs. I believe we're sorry. I think six or seven of the runs were all manufactured runs. And then mm-hmm. uh, Gino got number 20, which I, I really like seeing for him. Uh, even going back to game one, you also saw a weird hop on Gino that he usually always catches that. So that was, that was just a screwy game. But I really did like the way they bounced back. And then, yeah, you get this game three uh win that is just one of those grinder it was weird this is the last day of their long stretch where they had no days off yeah i don't know it just felt like you know it's just you've done that before where you've worked for many many days just imagine if you're cal Raleigh getting all those foul balls right now he took I think he
1: he he took like three of them today just wore them yeah and he just gets better he just gets
0: better he just gets better the more he gets hit and hurt unfortunately he gets better he's he's like Rocky you know yeah. he's like a like a boxer just that just gets nailed and just keeps coming back and coming back he's he's a tough guy and then we also had in the this entire series good starting pitching logan had a pretty mm-hmm. good game not his absolute best game but a pretty damn good game you had wu come back wu after great. missing a start getting the rest he was great and castillo the rock he goes out and gets you the sixth innings keeps Everybody in the game, you know, keeps it low, only gives up a couple of runs in six innings. You know, he's right at 200 strikeouts on the season. And I felt like in here in this game three, what my biggest takeaway, my biggest positive was going into this day off. The bullpen, the way you want it, the way you set it up, you have Topa go in gets himself in a little bit of a jam there again and let's not forget what he's just went through in the last couple of weeks gave up a pair of uh, two run shots his confidence isn't right where it needs to be uh you also have brash who's been probably the 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 most consistent out of the back end guys of of late of getting what is and we know the The um, situations Munoz has been in, they all get a good positive feeling going into this day off before you're going to play the Dodgers and they're getting a day of rest and they got a day of rest in that eight to nothing. uh, Ass kicking that the offense, you know, pretty much handed them a night off, which was great. So that was probably my biggest positive takeaway from this series was, uh, was the bullpen to get one of these games like, Hey, there wasn't, there wasn't a two- or three-run cushion. There was one run.
1: Well, they had to be really good. It it, it felt like a, a, a true getaway game today where, you know, beleaguered. The guys didn't feel like – I mean, you know, Julio hit a ball real hard, but it didn't feel like there was a ton of energy, and they're tired. You know, they've been at a stretch of a long run here. and it. And I only say that because it felt like one of those games where they just couldn't quite get the big hit. They had a couple times where they had a chance to – you know, get those one or two extra, yeah. three, three extra, get up six, two, five, two, and, and walk to it. Um, and therefore, you know, they had to go through the seventh, eighth and ninth with not a lot of margin for error. And, and Topa put some guys on, had to work around it. Brash put some guys on, had to work around it. And then, you know, and then Munoz had to, to, to work around, you know, obviously with the the final play being the, 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 uh, the assist at second base, but, um, You know, those games can go both ways on those weird days where it just feels like it's a slog. And uh, to their credit, they want it because they're supposed to on paper. But that we can talk about it now we can talk about it later but i would love to talk about the fucking angels man good god what a what a dumpster fire of an organization we're it, not going
0: to waste any more time on the okay, i mean good. they got they got, they, I they do, got uh... except except for this you know yeah the los angeles angels of anheim of orange county unincorporated disneyland I, they're the Anaheim angels. I call them the Anaheim injuries. They have just oh, like cool. the best injury cool. team, like the all injury team. But listen, we didn't get to see Otani. We didn't get to see the body double either. This series. I think he shut down for the year. I think there was you know there. what? I, I was reading reputable news sources, Orange County Register, LA Times, you know, teams that follow him, Sports Illustrated. And I kept reading the thing about him getting scratched or he was going to play. Or whatever, and my crazy cousin the ninja sits over here, and he's telling me all this weird stuff on Reddit about he's going to have surgery in about six days. He's shutting it down, and I was just like, "This is this weird conspiracy theory shit," and now I'm starting to believe it. I I think he's shut down. They all, I bet you the Angels why, wanted to do. Why would anything you run them out should. there? Why would you run them out there right now? That, that that's the
1: that's the most horseshit lineup in the uh in the in the major leagues right now.
0: And we don't have to spend a lot. Of but time those teams about can be it. those teams can be dangerous though. This time of they can't. They can't. Those teams. We're, Oakland. Listen, oh, let's not forget Anaheim. They had a bit better of a lineup, but they played spoilers to us in the last couple of seasons. Just have, where we wanted been. to be. And same thing with the Oakland A's last year. I was at the Oakland. The last Oakland series last year, we won one of four, I believe, yeah, in our it last was brutal. Brutal. I'm going down there next week. I hope I. Uh, that's not going to be the case, but uh these are those dangerous teams where you're like, you you got to go deep into the scouting department to uh figure out who the hell's up at the plate. You're going to Oakland,
1: Alameda Coliseum, bring your bilge pump just in case you need it, just in case you need it. <laughs> bring your bilge pump. No, but I was going to say that the other thing is here, we don't have to spend a lot of time talking about the Angels. uh dumpster fire of an organization, but because you're hanging on every tweet, apparently, and thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you, Myron. Um, here, here's this... I tweeted this, and this is a stat that it floored me. Just absolutely floored me. Julio Rodriguez has played in more uh, playoff series than Mike Trout. Two to one. That that is, a, that is wild about how they have wasted a generational talent.
0: That is bananas eh. and we we know a little bit about doing that as well
1: Hank Aaron George Brett Nolan <laughs> Ryan Dick Clark Elton John James Dean Woody Allen Mac Damon Rick Barry
0: Michael Douglas Billy Martin okay okay I get it there's a lot of guys with two first names
1: Ray Charles on James.
0: Mariner's baseball. Believe big. And then there's Billy Joel, Jimmy Stewart, Bob Dylan. We just got Jared Kelnick back into the lineup the other day. They what he hit foul ball off of his foot, I don't think could play today. Um, He's back. The Country Roads is back. I've I've said on the last podcast. Not a fan of the clearing the country roads, but listen if it if he if he if he provides us runs great defense and really propels us like you know he should and we want him to I'll have I'll have no problem I I said this before I wouldn't even care if he came up with 1877 cars for kids if that was his music going up I don't really care Uh, I just want to say just I just don't get the the country roads thing. I don't for either. For the Seattle crowd to jump onto it, or if so, why don't we change the wet the West Virginia to the West Seattle? <laughs> you know, I I don't know, something. I mean, it's just I, mean, I just don't like it.
1: Fine, but I I agree, man. Like you know, it was fun at one point, and you know the Mariners love to find those little Easter eggs and then kind of ride them. It just they've always kind of done right. that with their game ops, seeing if it would be at the Bad Dancer or the you know the, the the rally shoe or what other horse shit is going on but um you know at this point man like you're playing it and he strikes out the base load on a game that they should have won like let's 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 burn that one with the sage at the same time let's be done let's yes be, let's, let's put it aside and find <laughs> another because because he has to wear it too right like you know he probably hears it and he wears it and he's in t- but like
0: no one's gonna he chose up. it. He chose this song. He, he even he sucks. even said, He I goes, Yeah, I, I did, He goes, Uh, they said, I think when they were talking to him in his post game interview, he they were like, Did you see everybody singing the song? How'd you feel? He goes, That's how I imagined it. I imagined they'd play it and everybody would sing it. And now I'm just like, At when he was kind of saying that, I was like, Let's trade this, motherfucker and then I was like, No, he's the only guy hitting at that time. Um, uh, but no, I'm happy to see Jared Kelnick back. My, uh, 92 and a half year old grandmother, Norma, uh, said, said tech, text me, said he was in pretty much the same position he was when he kicked the cooler. And this time he did it. So I guess that's a bit of an improvement. It's like, what, what do you fear them doing? That's going to hamper them. And what are you encouraged by what you're, you're seeing with them coming out of the sage burning uh, season, I mean, the sage burning, um, the sage burning series that we just saw perfect timing for the sage after the George Kirby comments and you bring in Jared Kelnick back. You've had a bad dozen games. I think that was a great time to break out the sage. I'm sure they're already selling it, you know, in the team store or simply Seattle's probably already got a shirt made up of it. But uh, going past that, what, what what are you seeing from this series that you liked, I guess, going forward? Yeah. What are some of the things that are going to hamper us?
1: Yeah, no, winning because winning's good, right? So you got the winning taste back in your mouth, which is great. Um, uh, so that's good. Um, you know, this team is streaky, they, they get you know, and I, I guess that's that's the baseball season when you have about nine seasons within the season. But over the last even last three years, they felt like when they're good, they go and they roll, and when they're bad, they kind of run into it real hard, and so. You know, we saw that over uh, this last road trip and now hopefully you flip that switch and now you're you're back into it and you're and you're you got some momentum. Um, you know, so so I think generally the, the idea that that they are rolling and that Julio seems to be uh, that the the guy and when he's the guy, it doesn't take a lot of contribution down this lineup to help it out. All you have to do is have Tiasca run into one. Cal Raleigh be him, um, Suarez even run into one. Although he's been scuffling, and I expect Bastriki is he is that he's going to turn it on now, you know, just to get a little support. What concerns me if they're going to if they're going to fall down in these next sixteen games, it's just that they, they just don't have enough arms in the bullpen because you're going to be playing a lot of tight uh, games. You're going to be playing a lot of stressful close games and you're going to need um, your high leverage guys. And, you know, back when they traded Seawald, I totally understand why they did it. And I'm not going to hear like relitigate that. There's no point because it's, it's water under the bridge, but you need high leverage guys to compete in these kind of games. And I feel like they might be short, like a high leverage guy because there's not been another person who has really stepped up. Topa's been great, and he is he's made his way into high leverage. Brash is a dude. Munoz is a dude. But you might need one of those other guys to just give you – like the Swanson, the Swanson of last year. That's the analogy, right? And I don't know who that guy is right now. Now, they might present themselves over the next 16 games but you love to have him now. So as much as this bullpen is pitched this year, uh, given you know what they've had to do and the innings they've had to cover, I think they're tired. And I just think that you need one more badass dude out there throwing 97 fuck you shit that um, they just don't have. So that's that's, yeah. that's 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 a big concern. And then and then the last one has been their concern all, all year. This team, does not manufacture runs it's just and and you like when they do and you like when they can you know hit in the gap and run and keep the pressure on and pass the baton and all that stuff but the reality is when they hit the ball the ballpark they win and when they don't they they they're inconsistent because 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 there's a lot of swing and miss in this in this lineup there just is so that's the other one is as you are going in these games um You're going to have to face an an Astros bullpen. That's pretty good. The Rangers bullpen is okay. Uh, And when you are in these tight games and have to score, I just get worried about being dominated by good arms and not being able to get those runs that you need when you need them. So those are my big concerns, but listen, like I said, if you were told me prior to the start of the season um, that they'd be in this position on this date and, if you were to give me this exact standings, the exact thing, you know, on March 25th, uh, on 9-13, I've been like, yep, I'll take it. Let's go. I mean, because that's all you can ask for, right? The, your ability, your, your destiny to play uh, and win the West. That's all you want. And the last thing I'd say is I've had this thought over the last week or so. It's so weird because expectation. You know, we've talked last time I was on my my only other spot start this year. We talked about everything in life is a function of expectation, and I truly believe that. But all that being said, like they have meandered their way to this point, and you know they this this team is in the window that you thought they would be in when Jerry articulated his plan. He'd say in 20 in 22 we're going to compete and we might sneak in. In 23, we're going to we're going to be highly competitive, which they are. And and to act like this is a uh if they don't do it this year they're fucked is so wrong when you look at this core. Like I want them to do it this year and 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 I don't know how far they're going to go, but the what what what's exciting for me as a longtime suffering Mariners fan is that this window with this young core seems wide open? All all the other parts are kind of bolt-ons, right? Like the 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 the, the non-sustainable parts are bolt-ons. Tiascor Hernandez is a bolt-on. Suarez has become a bolt-on. Ty France has proven himself; he might be a bolt-on. But with this starting core, this pitching core, and the Julio, and the JP, and and you know. Like this window is wide open. So that's what gets me excited. I took your question and went to a far other
0: place, but uh, I don't often get the chance to talk to you. So I get excited. That's fine. I, I'll try to, I'll, I'll recap with some of the things that you said here. One, this is a bigger, longer discussion. Agreed. When Jerry's, this is the way it's going to go over the years. Yes. Uh, agreed. Um, the pitching. We're missing two dogs out there. We're missing two dogs out there in the bullpen. Last year you had Brash, you had Munoz. Maybe even, maybe even a scarier Munoz. Uh, this year I feel like you have a more refined Brash. Uh, you lose. You lose Swanson, obviously, in the trade for Teoscar. But to me, that is that is a wash. But again, he's not out there. Teoscar, we're, we're not in this position, too, if Teoscar's not doing what he does at the plate. And then, of course, you have to go out, and you have to go and trade Seawald. I'm okay with the trade. The reason why you had to go with that trade is because you're missing a bat. You're missing, you're missing uh, guys that can knock guys in and be consistent with it so that goes back to what happened last offseason not gonna go there because that's that's a debate like i even if the mariners win a world series i'd still give a bad grade to the offseason but i'd be happy with i'd be like hey it it, it happened that's the way it happened so i leave that alone for now but yes we are missing somebody we do need somebody to uh, emerge it looks like topa's probably the closest thing. There's at times where I thought maybe was going, was going to do it. There was times where I thought Spire was going to be that, that guy, one more of one, somebody from this group. I don't think it's going to be Leon, Um, but but, I mean, it is, you're just going to have to, just like hitting, you got to have one guy that has the hot hand. We've seen Campbell. Maybe is, is this the guy, but for guys to be able to go out back, back to back nights, that's what we're we're having to look for especially going down the stretch here in you know the 16 games i think the biggest key yes to me on the pitching side honestly is if the starters can go 6 and sometimes you get a 7 7 innings out of them but you know what you're also going to not maybe you might leave them in there a little bit longer if you get more offense if you manufacture more runs you get them some rest so you know obviously it would be easy to be like, well, our inability to manufacture runs. I'll just go a little bit more nitpicky. The thing that I'm concerned about is what we've seen all year. We've seen some bad base running at times. Mm-hmm. I feel I like the that. hittings there I agree with that. And that's yeah, you have you have even as great as Julio. He you know has a four hit night, hits his 30th home run, getting in the 30 30 club. Uh, you know, but uh, you do kind of go back and you point at that. Anywhere he takes that run or we've seen cabiero get a little bit too crazy out there We've seen ty france get waved. Maybe uh, we've seen people go through stop signs. We've seen that all year We've seen some sloppy play Yeah, exactly and just other Little itty bitty things. We saw the mariners lose in chicago on the getaway game where they Had somebody in a rundown at second base and couldn't execute the rundown pickle you know game three here, I'm not gonna lie, I was triggered when Topa made the turn and went back, but they executed it. And those are yeah. those are the little things, especially going down the stretch, and especially if you do get to the postseason. I mean, these good teams are gonna make you pay. Uh yeah. they're going they're gonna make you pay. They're just like flags in the NFL. If you give a team five downs, they're good teams are gonna make you pay. If you give four outs. You know, it's yeah. going to cost you. So it's those little things. Those are the things that turn innings into like, hey, now uh, Kirby's pitching seven more pitches, eight, nine more pitches, uh, you know, yeah. and when when you have errors like that and you give any of these teams extra outs, that's Anything. my main concern hey, that's, is that's, not giving that's, them extra outs is probably my my biggest concern because we're not going to score seven, eight runs a game. We're going to score four to five runs, and that's just who they are on a good day a lot of the time. So, like, not giving extra outs and just refining these little things that I've seen kind of uh, slowly yeah. creep back in here in the last couple of weeks. This this team um, has to play
1: clean, and that's like that's like the that's a trite thing to say, but their offense isn't good enough to give up outs on the bases or, or frankly to not have good at bats, you know, to like, um, I know this is a team that's a little bit in the, Hey, wait around for someone to run into one. And, and then we get our runs. Um, but and I don't think they're going to, you know, change, change overnight where all of a sudden they become a better situational hitting team. But for God's sake, you can't give away outs on the bases because someone might run into one you know or someone you know someone might you know find some grass and so that i, I agree with you that that, that i think that's a, been a bugaboo all year kind of a low key bugaboo all year just a way and we want all of
0: three of our outs we want all three yeah, of our totally
1: outs. i just i, I don't know? think they ever i don't think they've run the bases great all year i think there's been some weird kind of lapses i think there's been some bad sends by acta i think there's been some bad reads um just I don't think they've been great there, but they, they gotta get a lot better. The fielding, you know, I looked at their fielding the other day, they're they're a top 10 defense. Here's a good barometer for how good of a, a defensive team they've been is when they make an error feels surprising, right? Because like, like because it, they are pretty good. Um, but I mean
0: Ty France has made one error at first base. Yeah, you know what Gino's done. Uh JP's had a pretty good season. Julio's Julio out there. You know, the corner outfields, I mean, you look at any team, every corner outfield is sometimes an adventure. But, uh, you know, I think at one point, Tasker Hernandez also was leading the league in assists. So, I mean, if you just go off of the stats, it looks great. But, you know, there's just little things that I think, a little tightening up down the stretch. Like I, I said, just, when I was bringing that clean. up, very nitpicky, very nitpicky. Very nitpicky, just because you, you, you. I was just picking something else that you weren't, because I know there's more than one answer to this. But when they and... don't,
1: when they don't win, they don't win. You can point to something that, like, a good situational bat by killing the other night gets it done, right? Just you know, how many times have you seen him three 365 foot out to center field? Just do it one time, like. So, or there was that game earlier this year where I think Rojas made an error, and they like. Not to nitpick, but when they when they lose, it's
0: usually because they just aren't as clean as they can be. So that's I it. That's a, they beat I themselves. Bet. They beat themselves. There's not there's not many games in the last two months. Yeah, where they've just that got their you can doors go out there and just be, where you're just right. like, or they did not get the tying run up to the plate mm-hmm. in the games, and so when you when when that happens, when when you're not getting beat beat like that you could point to a lot of the times you're probably beating yourself there's a good chance at least that you're beating yourself and as long as they don't beat themselves i think we're going to be in good shape especially in these next 16 games meaning you got to beat you got to beat the a's you have to beat the a's yeah. Yeah. The Do- and probably sweep the dodgers, them. probably sweep them yeah D- yeah exactly dodgers you know, you got to do what you're going to do against them. Two out of three would be amazing. amazing. Uh, m- m- could be a series where you only get one. Depends on the matchups. Then you have to beat Texas, and you have to beat Houston. That's pretty simple right there. Well, Texas so, Texas
1: is real. Texas, you know, I know Texas, I think, won tonight 10 uh, yeah. nothing, But Texas is reeling. Like, Texas is going to run into it. I I think this is. And we true. need to put. We
0: need to step on their throats. I mean, that's check, just what check, needs check, to happen.
1: Totally. Check me if this is wrong. If it, but I believe that Texas had six all stars, and five of them now are out for the year, which is wild. So, um, you know, they're 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 a struggling team right now, and they still have some talent. They still can put up some offense, but I think they're the most vulnerable to to just kind of nose nose dive here today notwithstanding
0: we haven't played them since you know those mariners at the beginning of the year the Mm -hmm. ones that Mm -hmm. all your rats jumped off the ship uh you know they threw their trumpets they 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 chucked their cheese you know yeah welcome
1: back er welcome back
0: everybody thanks for coming back (laughs) hey welcome back I, i i love bandwagoners hey any listeners a good listener to me that's right as long as you're liking and downloading but you you we have not played Texas again in, in this state. And to be fair, we have to be aware of, you know, how Houston can be at this time of year. So um, it's, it's going to be very interesting. You're looking at one team that's getting stronger, getting their pieces back. You're looking at another team that's reeling You, you throw in a Dodgers series, you throw in a Mariner series. It really, or, or you throw in an Oakland series. It really just comes down to that really that texas you know the two series with texas and as far as the west you're gonna have to win that series with houston um as long as you can get into that last week where you're one game out or you're somewhere in that area one one and a half no yeah. more than two you're in a good position for the al west and look if you're going to the wild card uh Somehow, some way, I feel like that number three spot's the kind of like the one to get again. You know, to go play in uh, Minnesota. Uh, but also, Mariners didn't have a winning record against Minnesota. But again, we were playing Minnesota when we were worse. So it's I'm really excited to see the Mariners get back, which I feel like they're just right there, back to that that high level that they can play at. At the right time,
1: I, I I'm just I'm just happy with the fact that we play the Rangers or excuse me, uh, Houston at all I, at our ballpark. I fucking hate that ballpark. I, I I hate Minute Maid Park. I just think it's a joke. I'm so tired It's a House of, of Horrors. Well, it is. It's, it's but, what but it's I,
0: what the Yankee Stadium was to the ninety five to yeah. two thousand. I'm just uh, tired Mariners. of Mariners. Yeah,
1: I get it. I'm just tired of hearing seeing Bregman hit three hundred and. 31 foot home runs in the first row of the Crawford boxes. I fucking hate it. I hate that ballpark. <laughs> I hate, I hate everything about it. And I'm just, it's, I think it's, a I think it's the shittiest park like playing wise in all, all of the major leagues second now to, uh, Probably Camden Yards, which they fucked up in a big way. That used to be a great ballpark, and now they, yeah, they fucked that place around. up. They they they. I mean, they dumpster fired that place. But I did yeah. So it's gonna be good. And again, if you would have told me on March 20th or March 25th when we were doing all our preseason stuff that they would be here right now, I would take it and run. How could you not? You you control your own destiny to win your the West and get a buy and you are you have to you kind of have to really fucking fall apart to not make the playoffs right now and if you ever get um precious about a playoff appearance then um you are a very johnny come lately sell mariners
0: fan well i'll take all of them copy let's just let's just get everybody get behind the mariners here uh this is fun and exciting as much as every win is exhilarating every loss is going to be painful that's just what's going on we're going on we are on an emotional coaster uh, an emotional roller coaster right now and the peaks and the valleys are going to get higher and lower with everything that we're doing so enjoy the shit enjoy the shit because the carnival is going to be closed in less than Fifty days, okay. You know what's so, you know what's cool, You know, and then we'll be right. sitting here talking about hot stove shit—the worst time of fucking baseball. <laughs> I I got to wrap this up, Kopy, but uh, I just want to say this weekend scoreboard watching. If you want the the ultimate Mariners parlay, all right, you want the Kansas City Royals—they are playing at home against the Houston Astros. Uh, you are a Red Sox fan. Because the Red Sox are playing in Toronto against those nasty, nasty Blue Jays. Yep. Blue and Jays then, struggled
1: against the East this year.
0: Yep. And then, of course, uh, tomorrow, or the time of this recording, you still have the T- Toronto and Texas series. So if you're getting a little uh, confused, I'm talking about what's coming up this weekend. And then you are a Guardians fan who are hosting those no-good-rotten... Texas Rangers. So again, Guardians, Red Sox, and Royals, th- those are your friends. And listen, the Mariners have been getting the help. They have gotten their help. Now they just need to help themselves even more, like they help themselves get out of this hole. One last thing to say, Kopi
1: No, nah, man. I You know, I feel, I feel fortunate and privileged that um, as we watch these last 10 games, as they get through the Dodgers series and get through the a-series and they get to this last 10 games it's gonna feel like playoff baseball and basically you know you get like 10 extra days of playoff baseball uh because every game will feel like it because it effectively is so that's kind of cool as we go down the stretch and um yeah man hopefully hopefully the uh, the you know the royals team that plays the mariners shows up against all of them because like they <laughs> i thought they were real good like really plucky um, but then they seem to roll over for everybody else. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. This is what you live for as a baseball fan—to follow it down the stretch. Every night when you mean something. You're watching the standings. Um, you control your own destiny. You don't need help. If you win, you're in. Um, all you can ask for. So let's go. Welcome, Welcome yes. back. Welcome back to the bandwagon. Trumpets. Hey, DM me. We'll get you
0: trumpets. We'll get you, we'll get you everything you need. Come on back. We're
1: let's let's do it
0: and yes uh, salvador perez bobby witt jr we're talking to you we want to see you all over sports center mlb i want uh you know what i i would gladly take one of those guys being the offensive player of the week instead of one of our guys right now so 100%. again go kansas city royals go cleveland guardians how about them red socks, all right. We need that. We have chowder power right now, baby. Chowder power. That's all I gotta say. Hey, uh, thanks for listening again and downloading and subscribing to the Rye Bread and Mustard Mariners podcast. Thank the copie for sitting here on a spot. Start for Hannah, who will be back with us. We might be back tomorrow. You never know. You know what? When you like and subscribe, that's when you get all that content sent to you it's not a fucking guessing game it's we've made this shit real simple so uh and it also helps out the show if you can give us one of those ratings listen we like five tool baseball players you know what i like more than that five star review so hit us with that five star review with that being said copy i know you got your glass of wine right now so i know your whistle is wet you know what time it is you're gonna make me do this aren't you
1: oh man See, I fucked. No, I don't even use that. Don't, don't fucking do that.
0: Charge.